we're going to make this quick. Um, I'm very excited about this. Welcome back to Short Story Bingo, episode four of Our Stories. Um, I sat down with my friend Pat Main, and um, we spoke about his three businesses. We spoke about his time in um, uh, starting with rap uh, and how that, well, you know what, I'm, without getting so deep into it, enjoy Short Story Bingo on everything. Um, Pat Main, Our Stories. See you at the end. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Sometimes they're funny and sometimes they're sad. Most of the time they're funny because I hate to be sad. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. But don't take my word for it. Spare fingers. Yes. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Episode four, short story bingo. My name is Nate Chacon the third. If this is your first time, welcome. If it's not, the retention program is working. What I do on this uh, special edition of the podcast is called Our Stories. Um, I share stories with friends of mine, and if they're not friends of mine, then I hope to become them at the end. Um, today <laughs> is super fun because I... Um, have one of my friends uh, of at least, uh, I would say about 15 years or a little under 15 years, maybe roughly. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome to the podcast, Mr. Pat May. Pat, let the people know what's up. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, we're, we're live, bro. We're actually seeing each other once again. You're like, yeah, this is, hopefully I can make friends at the end of the podcast. So, you know, hopefully by the end of this, we can be friends again, you know? Yeah. It's been yeah. A while. It has been a while, but it, but it's good to actually see you. The last time that we spoke, I was out in San Diego. We didn't see each other. We spoke on the phone, but it's good to see you actually like in person or like, you know, uh, see your Look face. At Look at us, dude. Look at us hanging out, doing the unadult thing, which is spending quality time with other adults, you know, just, just out of pure friendship. Look at us go. Dude, look at that, man. You know, there's a, there's something to be said about growth, you know? Dude, I don't see anybody. So this is great. This is cool. Uh, I'll, I'll lean into that a little later on here. But uh, so, Pat, um, I wanted to just jump right in um, and touch on, like, first times that we spoke even, you know, got in each other's um, ecosystems. And... Um, one thing that I thought about, uh, because of battling, um, I re I, I was re I revisited, excuse me, um, you and dumb luck versus uh, lefty and Joe. And, wow. uh, and that battle is actually on my synchronized page. Um, and didn't, because I didn't have a mic masters page at that time. So that's where it dropped. Really? Yeah. So oh. it, it came into my, uh, um, it was like the next video to play on my queue on youtube and uh when i thought about it i was like damn dog like that's wild to me because that was it said that it was like 11 years old or something like that and i was like there's no way that it's 11 years old wow um, so i wanted to just start there and then we can kind of either work ourselves back or you know but i want to lay that as a as a starting point and what my experience was with you and then uh you know dive into what you uh were you know 
Thoughts so of- was that the first was that the first uh mic masters that i did was the because i first battle I ever did was uh versus eli ace but i don't know if it was mic masters at the time i think that was you bringing out absurds league or whatever right um you your first battle was eli ace yep on stage we had to hold the mics because the sound was messed up no way yeah (laughs) did it ever get posted oh yeah yeah remember i had to do like some editing for that battle no you did not yeah 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 i i loaded it into adobe and and edited some of those battles from that very first night a and b utah that's right (laughs) i'm looking at you holding on to a microphone right now (laughs) yeah i'm just like Yo, yeah, that was uh that was that was the first battle I did uh that you invited me to do. And then I think the next one was me and dummy versus was it? I mean Yeah, I mean, so okay, so that's good. Okay, so a shout out to Absurd, Assault and Battling, uh the Assault it's A and B Utah presents Pat Maine versus Eli yeah. Ace. That is so funny. And it was eleven years ago, and then um Right below it, Mike Masters presents on the synchronized page. Mike Masters presents Pat Main and Dumbluck versus Lefty Two Guns with Joe Swan. Joe with an E, and by the way, co-hosted by Dirtbag Dan. And that is 10 years ago. Dang, dude. Fucking long enough, long ago enough to be forgotten for sure, man. That's a whole nother lifetime ago, man. Holy cow. Yeah, that's wild. So let me, I want to touch, uh, like, based on what, I knew of you back then and what like our trajectory at that point. So um, dumb luck or excuse me. Yeah. Dumb luck. And I had already had our, our last battle. Uh, I mean the battle that like ended all battles in 2000 was that 2009 when we battled the last time, I think um, the one that was at the hotel. I don't know. Do you remember know. that? No, I don't remember you and dummy. Battle back in the hotel? Yeah. In the in like the in like the the room one format or was it like yeah. a freestyle format? No, it was one on one. Yeah. It was freestyle, but it was one on one. Yeah. It was a, there was no beat, but we it was freestyle. Damn. No, I don't remember. I don't recall. Yeah, you do, dude. There's hey, there's a lot of shit blacked out of this memory, dude. This people all the time like, yo, remember this shit? And I'm like <laughs> for sure i don't for sure yeah. oh for sure yeah that shit was tight um, so let me okay then well let me t- tap into that so that, that's it. so let's, let's bring everyone at up time, speed, me. <laughs> at that time like uh, i was with mr benny records and um just doing our own uh we had our own little movement going on and um you guys had your oh, movement going benny. on and um uh i admittedly be i mean just a young kid uh i was like i feel like you guys were east of state street um ritzier uh to to some degree i always felt like it was magna versus everyone I, it's it's still kind of in my it's still kind of in my blood hey, but no, I i'm I, sure magna still feels like it's magna versus everyone. <laughs> um even though i went to judge and all this shit and i did pretty well for myself and whatever but it still felt like magna versus everyone so like anyone that um uh, that i perceived as having that um um uh, I don't know, just that ritzy whatever fuck, like the the hills type of fucking 
I guess I'm maybe maybe I'm just like consolidating into just like white, but like G, G Life was white, and I didn't really see him like that, you know. But I just saw you guys like that, and so like my first impressions were like your guys' music was dope, um, and then uh, but I also was like, well, I'm just gonna we're just gonna keep I'm gonna keep doing my thing, the where our paths from what I remember ended up really crossing was because dumb luck and i started to battle each other and mm. um and then i obviously got put more on to you i saw i mean we were at a lot of the same places where folks were throwing shows so that was a little bit of my introduction and then after that battle like i uh the one i'm referring i can't believe you don't remember it. it's the one uh, dre rocker was hosting it um yeah anyway so it's like it's like in my memory bank but if you ask me to be like hey man what was the night like i'd be like i have no idea all good so i mean go ahead. it was intense it was a fucking tense night it was a tense night it was like to you know settle a lot of the shit it was to settle the on the air uh battle that we had um that i won and he said that he you know he felt like he won and so it was a lot of back and forth on fucking i think it was even was it MySpace that we were going back and forth on a little bit of? Um, um, anyway, so starting there is kind of where uh, after that battle is where I was like, okay, I mean, we essentially fought, and then uh, him and I, and then um, I expanded my view about uh, you know all you guys, and so that's kind of where that started for me. And I'll be honest, and maybe you might be able to help me out here. I don't know when you and I actually first met. <laughs> like met and like like had a more in-depth conversation. Yo, I was just talking to fucking uh, Nick Jones and I was like, dude, if this motherfucker tries to ask me when we met, dude, I'm going <laughs> to have an answer for this guy. I, so you don't know either you legit dropped the that's the first question you asked me pretty much um no i like i i remember um it was after the assault and battling um we were trying to figure out like what do we do to get this stuff get the battles out and okay. something had fallen through and i was like dude i can kind of get i can definitely do a little adobe uh work you know what i mean Adobe premiere work and i can get the the videos like edited at least chopped up so we could put them online now yeah. i i didn't know shit but that was that was like the beginning of it like um you helped me get on the show with eli ace to battle eli ace but it wasn't like we weren't like talking Talk. a whole bunch about it it was like oh all right yeah 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 make it happen do do and then it was like kind of after that it was like after that battle had occurred like we kind of started talking more and then something came up with that and that was really when i think it started is when i had to edit some videos and yeah yeah it wasn't uh, but I, I don't really recall like any big deep talks or connections or or whatever like right off right off the jump it was like um i, I think i knew youth i think through big al honestly okay okay that makes sense did I lose you just now? No, I'm here. Okay. Um, okay. So that, then, I mean, that makes sense when you just, when you brought up uh, the, okay, you did the AB Utah stuff. Yeah. Um, well, at, at that time, uh, help me understand uh, what that, you know, where you were at. I mean, we're talking 11 years ago where you were at as an artist, uh, why you even consider mm -hmm. battling. What is that? What, you know, 
with the tra trajectory that Mike Masters has taken in just the last th three months, um, I think I find it relevant to let folks know out here um, a little bit more about that. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, um, I love that it's making a resurgence, by the way. It's like, oh, it's like a there's a big a big part of me where I'm like, yes, Mike Masters is supposed to still be doing shit. So let's go. That's pretty badass. I'm stoked that you got it back going. But um uh back then I was like really just trying to be a rapper and be an artist and get paid for it and whatever. So we were doing a lot of touring at the time. So it was me. And the crew at the time was like me, dumb luck, wise, um, handful of other people. And we were really like the ones that were getting out of state and trying to move around the country a bunch back then. Um, I'm not, uh, I know Dummy is about to go on tour now and uh, Zach Ivy, like they're still, and there's probably others I don't fucking know that are out there doing stuff now still, but um, that's kind of who was moving around at the time back then. And, uh, um Eli Ace and Dumb Luck battled on U92 I think and uh it was freestyle versus clearly like premeditated at the at best and Dummy lost that battle and I was like at the time like you got to remember like the the timeline of battle rap at the time like there was like everything was going from freestyle to like this written format you know what i mean and so there was still like the clash of oh that wasn't a freestyle that wasn't off the top of the dome like that was, was like a real problem for some people still and for me i was like fuck that dummy got set up <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like in my feels about it uh when that happened i was like there's no way eli ace is better than dummy like in a battle at the time at the time i really respect eli ace and i know he's a off doing a lot of different shit right now probably so far removed from battle rap uh but uh at the time i was like man fuck that <laughs> and, so, <laughs> fuck that, and so i was like i was like all right cool and then when that came around i was I, I can't remember who approached me or asked me to battle someone and and how it, the name eli ace got brought up but i was like, like secretly remembering that and i was like yeah fuck that i'm getting that back for the homie you know what i mean like that was like the idea so coming into that battle that was really all it was was like no i need to make sure that we fucking smoke this dude because that's just not gonna fly and then i was going to be the only battle i ever did you know what i mean oh like, wow yeah i was like i'm just gonna do it because i have never done anything like that prior than a few freestyle competition battles like probably three max you know what sure. I mean? um big up mike booth back in the day that put that on but um oh wow yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love it. And then, uh, yeah, anyway, so that was the plan. The plan was to go in, beat Eli Ace, and then just not do it again. Because it wasn't a part of, like, what I was trying to do at the time. Dude! But, go ahead, continue. I'll put a pin on what I'm about to say. Go ahead. Um, but, yeah, and that was really it, man. I uh, uh, fucking kind of got bit by the bug then, as far as that's concerned. And then... It was just such a strange thing. I think Assault and Battling came back out another time, and there was a battle out in West Valley after that. Yep. And I went and watched Lord that, and I think I watched another one, and I just remember, um, oh, man. Oh, Travis Travis Vallejo. Yeah. Being like, Where's Pat Main at, this, at these battles? Like, he had mentioned that, and I was like, oh, man, maybe I'll do it again. I didn't realize that it was something where people were – excited about what i was what i did in that battle 
because uh I don't know I just was like it felt like it was so foreign or whatever so anyways that's when I was like yeah let's see what else is going on but like man at the time Mike Masters was just like such a cool thing going on man it was like really pulling different MCs out of the woodwork right and it was pulling them from like different places where you had people that were primarily just doing shows like myself and like and then you had people you ain't, haven't even heard of that they just kind of just kind of came up just to battle i.e fucking lefty two guns right like he wasn't necessarily out doing shows or battling people a whole bunch and then boom and then he's literally one of the dopest motherfuckers <laughs> you have to deal with you know what i mean so I, I loved I loved everything that was going on with that back then, man. And it was fucking, it was super, it was just such a big vibe. And then also like you had a hat Utah like emerging at the same time. And there was like, just like some like unspoken, like tension, like uh, a little bit there. And just like, I don't know, man, that whole vibe is super, uh, it's just cool. It was just a badass time to kind of be a part of everything that was going on in Salt Lake, dude. Yeah, was- I I agree with you. I agree with you. There's a lot to tap in there, and I appreciate uh, the shares. I think that there's um, multiple. I don't people. even know if I fucking answered your question, my guy. No, you did. You did for sure. <laughs> I mean, uh, because of what the the pin that I was gonna uh, talk about is, um, I remember, I I, I remember you um, saying like that was going to be your only battle or something to that effect. I just that when you said it, it it triggered something in me. Like, oh, I remember that you weren't going to battle again. Like the after Eli Ace, like there was something to that effect, like uh, whether I heard it through the grapevine or at like while you were editing the video or something like that. And you're like, oh, no, that was cool, but I'm good. Like, I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't think I'm going to like, dude, there was like the thing that it was, was like a song it was like while you were editing. I was like, oh, you're going to do this again or did it something? I, I just uh, vaguely remember conversation. <laughs> yeah, bro, we're gonna have so much vague memories just pop up. Just at the beginning, just at the beginning. All, all of the memories are vague as fuck. It was so <laughs> wonderful, man. There were so many. Uh, another thing, though, too. Another thing, too, is at the time, uh, that's when the big battle league at the time that was kind of a little bit on the downfall was um, grind time. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, it was like mildly peaking at the time you know what i mean and maybe maybe like here maybe coming down right so we were like yo this is an opportunity for everyone in salt lake and for exposure and for people to see like the real talent that's out here and like to create uh, a branch of that but here you know what i mean and that was what inspired me to do it was i felt a little bit of obligation into the scene at the time like because it was like, okay, this is the first one. And and it's like, it felt like a big thing. You know what I mean? It felt like, oh, this is that thing that opens up the door for all the other things. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, that's how that first event felt like. It felt like if you do this and everyone does well here, we're going to fucking be doing something on a different level after that. It felt like that was the door to the next level a little bit. And it really was in a way. I was gonna say it really, it really was. was in a way. Yeah. So, so um, and that's why that's why I did it because at the time I was literally in Oklahoma City when I think I don't know if it was me you directly or who I was talking to, but it was like, hey, you want to battle Eli Ace? Like this is what's going on. Hmm. And I was like, at first I was like, can I even do that? I don't even know if I know how to Whoa. do that. <laughs> 
But then I was like, let's do it. Let's do it. I figured I've been rapping and writing and being on stages. And I'm like, the only thing I got to do is target it toward a specific person. I know how to write punchlines. All right, let's do it, you know? And so, um, but it wasn't, it was for two reasons. It was like, I really wanted to be a part of what that was. You know what I mean? As a fan of grind time and as what, what, what it felt like, as far as like what the event felt like it meant for the city, I wanted to be a part of it. You know what I mean? And then, um, also getting Eli Ace back. <laughs> was, and, then, and then also that was just the competitive part. That was totally part of it. So that, yeah. that was what it was. And then I was like, yeah, whatever. If it if it if I do it again ever, I don't even care. Right. It wasn't like a big thing for me. Cause at yeah. the time I was like, damn, that was ass, bro. <laughs> that was cheap. Like, yeah. I was like, fuck that. I'm terrible at this shit. It was fun. And I'm glad that uh it went the way that it went. But I, at the time I remember thinking like, damn. That is a different thing. That is a very different thing up there. It's different when you get up there, isn't it? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. I, I I kind of felt like it was going to be from the beginning. I was like, oh, that this is different. As soon as you start trying to prepare and you start trying to think, you start trying to like imagine yourself up up there, and then you start like imagining your opponent in your face a little bit. Like as soon as you kind of start putting yourself all there, he's like, oh, this is way different. It's so different. It's so different, dude. It's so different. And that's something that um, I saw uh, in the first event with a lot of guys that are new um, that um, I, you know, they could have benefited from me being more diligent about teaching them a little bit more before getting them on there. But baptism by fire to some degree uh, with that, because there is a lot of folks that, um, uh, I mean, you could tell. I mean, as soon as like the battle started, it's like, what do I do? You know, I mean, they did it, but like still just like, is it my turn? Is it fucking, you know, like, yeah, go yeah. ahead. You know, it's on you, man. And I, I saw that with like my opponent and, um, just a, just a bunch and you know uh that's fine that's gonna happen and i, and I was thinking about uh, this doing workshops and helping helping guys out to be able to um even just self-promotion because i was just looking at like what i promoted just with and this is an experiment that i just did i'm gonna circle back to what we were talking about but um i like tangents and so, uh, just a little experiment that I did with all these interviews, I put them all out on the same day and, um, with no marketing effort, as far as like letting folks know that they were going to come out on the same day. And, um, I've let all my folks know to go comment, watch and da, 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 and my mine has the most views. Um, and I know why, because I, I know what type of marketing I'm doing. And I, I want to be able to, I'm going to teach, I want to teach that to all, to all these guys too. Like, Hey, there's, there's other ways for you to, for you to start engaging and getting your fans behind you so that they can start seeing what this means for you and how much it means. And also to be involved and be, to see it because this is a cool interview. I mean, these, this is free content for you essentially. Um, I mean, I'm obviously, you know, putting in the work. I love it. This is a labor of love. So I'm not, I'm not going to ever talk about like, oh, well, you should be thankful. That's not, I'll never do that. This is a labor of love. And I think that um, it's important for me to be able to give a workshop on like how to maximize that. Yeah, man. I mean, when you're, when you're in it though, like it's, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it is a labor of love, but like at the same time, like people should be feel 
grateful for sure. I mean, like if you're you're going out there, you're putting the content together, you're coming up with the idea, like maybe people feel like they're getting dragged into it a little bit and they're like, oh, well, uh, I'm uncomfortable. This is uncomfortable. Marketing yourself as an artist is a fucking uncomfortable thing for sure. It is, yeah. Like you have to be like the, all of that, all of the insecurities fucking are, are there. They're live for sure. Cause you're not like marketing just some product. You're not like, Hey, I fucking made this, uh, I made this electric car and like that, you know, you're selling something else. It's like yourself. It's all personal. So people get on, on, uh, people have a tough time doing that online. You know, and there's I mean? a way to navigate that. There's the people have a tough time marketing themselves online. So when somebody else is willing to like do something and you aren't going to pull your own marketing ideas up, maybe they should be a little, maybe they should be grateful and there should be some gratitude. I know that you're not doing it for that. You know what I mean? You're not act, having that attitude, but I feel like I that's what saying. people see though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I understand what you're saying. I think uh, I do, I do think it would be beneficial for me to be like, Hey, just to give some tips about like, these are, these are, look, this is how I'm sending you this off. I mean, I'm, I'm sending off messages to like all my, the last eight people that I've spoke to in the last eight weeks on Instagram, I've gone through messages. Hey, check this out. This is da -da -da -da. Uh, sending text message to the last people I've spoke to in the last 30 days um, on my text message, you know, like, and not, right. you don't have to, um, these are all tactics I've used for my job just as a salesman. And I've done pretty fucking good in sales. So, um, yeah. I, so just, just like stuff like that to be able to help, I think is, it would be cool. I think it would be very fun for, for, to do something like that. Not only fun, but just informative and just like, yo, you want to engage your fans more, things like that. Um, this is what, this is just a small piece. I'm not, I'm not doing it super awesome right now, but with Mike masters, for whatever reason, man, I fucking love it so much that I, I just want everyone to fucking see it, you know? And I, and it's because of that energy and that excitement that people are like, damn, he, people gravitate to shit like that. I do. Like if someone's super excited about something, I'm like, okay, well, what are you excited about? You can go to the same bakery all the time, but and have like those fans or the, the, your regulars. But like, if you're, if you see some bakery that's blowing up and you're like, damn, and it's because not just because of like hokey marketing, but because like we for sure have the best fucking bread. That would be wild for me to hear like something like that. Like as a, it comes across on my Instagram ads. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Let me go check their bread out. Yo, like that would be like, I bakery's like, Hey, listen, dude, I know you fucking drive by a lot of bakeries. But we have the best fucking bread, dude. I would fucking stop for sure. Dude, I would for like, hey, stop. I've never heard a fucking bakery talk so wild, bro. What the yeah. fuck? Let's have some of that, dude. What you got, right, bread? Stop scrolling. Stop scrolling right fucking now. And the, and here and here's why. I don't want you to keep wondering why the fuck bars. Bar. Yeah, I don't want you to keep <laughs> wondering why your bread sucks. We have go. the best fucking bread in Utah and I'm willing to put my fucking my whatever my brand on the line for it. If you don't like the first loaf, you get the second loaf for free because you're going to try it again. Dog, people are out there selling bread and we 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 as artists can't even sell ourselves, bro. We got to learn something. Bro. I'm saying I'm saying. So, but uh okay, so let's uh, uh tail back a little bit. So, um so that's why you did it. Okay. And then, uh, kind of got bit by the bug and, and, and so on and so forth. I do want to tap in before, um, 
uh, I go into, you know, what has been transpiring just, I mean, from what I've seen of your life in the last like five years, even, uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, you mentioned touring and like, you were really trying to make money off rap and da, 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 so on and so forth. Um, and I know that mentality doesn't go away because you're still doing it. Like, I mean, you, you got your own business. Yeah. I mean, you're doing all sorts of shit, but like, um, what, uh, how, how fun of the time was that? How stressful of the time was that? Um, do you still feel, uh, that you are an artist at heart? Um, uh, yeah, I want to, I want to uh, understand that more. Oh, shit. Okay. We're asking like 17 questions. I feel you. Okay. Yeah. I asked fucking three. I asked fucking three, dude. Hey, for the record, um, you know, I just have like 17 questions. I want to roll into just one long sentence, if you don't mind. If you don't uh, mind. Yeah, the, uh, the, I mean, I feel like uh, when you put yourself out there, again, when you put yourself out there as an artist, like a lot of your insecurities will definitely just get pulled to the surface, right? And uh, man, I, I didn't know what I was doing out there. And like, when I think back about it, I'm like, damn, would like, like, would I ever even sit and try to listen to like if I saw me go on stage back then somewhere random, but I didn't know who the fuck was, why I was in this random bar and I saw me come on stage, I would be so uninterested in what the fuck was about to happen next. I'm like, all right, I don't give a fuck about whatever this dude's doing. Um, and that's really what it was like out there. I mean, it wasn't, uh, it was really fun. Of course, like there was like so many cool stories that um, were fun and great. And, yeah. and I think, uh it was definitely a time in my life i got to see the country like seven times over sleep in my car like really like live like that whole like i early starving artist like lifestyle which was at the time all i fucking wanted you know what i mean that's all i wanted If, if it was never more than that then i was cool with it at the time right but um and because of that i really did get to check off a lot of things off off of the like my checkbox of shit that I wanted to get done you know what I mean and um saw some cool shit but the other side of the coin was too is like uh the first time the first year of touring I was literally gone nine months out of that year and um, the second year was like seven months and then the next one was like four you know what I mean and so in that third year though like it was like when 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 does momentum carry me to be able to make this something that's paying my bills you know what i mean like when when does when does like the at least not even a payoff like when does when does like the work transfer into just a living you know what i mean so i had already like burnt myself out like super hard by the before i had even gotten to a point where i was like oh yeah i'm making a living you know what i mean like by the time i started seeing some money I was already just like, I had, you know, already fucked up my relationships with like girls that, you know what I mean? I already fucked up relationships with friends because it was music and then everything else, you know what I mean? And I was super transparent about that with everyone. And, um, and some people didn't understand what that meant. Other people did. And that's, that was like some of the conflict that I ran into was like, um you know there's other parts of life that maybe i want to nurture and see what that shit does for me you know what i mean and so like a like a healthy relationship (laughs) you know what i mean uh because guaranteed the girlfriends i had back in the day i did not give them reason 
to feel secure in a relationship with me at that time, for sure, you know? And uh, that was just being young, being motivated and driven for one thing, you know? And so anyways, at the time of me getting fucking super like, fuck this, I'm done with this shit. I also started being like, cool, well, what else do I want to do? And where do I want to like, uh, what kind of person do I want to be now? Like I wanted to explore what a healthy relationship was and see what that was like. And I knew I wasn't talented enough in a way to juggle all of those things. I see a lot of people that I came up with at the time that was on the circuit, like they are still out doing it and they got, they're married, got some kids and they're still out doing it. And they've, they found the balance and I'm like, that's fucking cool. You know what I mean? And yeah. so um, I guess how I started off were like, you know, when you put yourself out there, all your insecurities kind of show also like, do you really want it starts to show like how, how bad do you like really want this? You know what I mean? Is this really you, you know, and uh, got to kind of learn that I don't think being a career musician was like really me. It wasn't like me, me, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I'm happy about it though. I'm so stoked. It was tough. It was a hard pill to swallow when I decided, no, it's not for me. And like, I tried to walk away from it. Like I wouldn't even like, I'd sit down and try to write just to be an artist under the, under the fucking, you know, a closet artist, you know what I mean? But it was just like, the motivation wasn't there, the pain, the hurt of like feeling like I gave up and didn't reach the pinnacle or see what I was trying to do. Um, bro, I didn't, I didn't write for a while, like a couple of years. Like every time I try to write, it was just like, I don't even fucking want to deal with this shit. You know what I mean? Cause I was like, where does this go? Where does this go? I'm not about to go fucking put, put another 12 grand into an album and videos and whatever. And like, so where is this shit even going to go? You know what I mean? I was like super bitter like that. <clears throat> and uh, that's how it ended up. But I mean, it was super, it's a blessing in disguise. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, uh, for sure. Continue? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, um, the, I think uh, what I heard is a, a lot of that is like drive and motivation. And when you lose, when anybody loses that, um, that energy doesn't like just go away. It has to be channeled somewhere else. And it sounds like you channeled it to being uh, just being more exploratory to who you are as a person. And uh, yeah, it's like, what's next, dude? What the fuck yeah. do I even do next? Like when you, uh, when you hang your hat on something, that's your identity. And then like, uh, quite literally you know, almost quite literally you know you're yeah, like yeah I feel like, like I, know, this is yeah yeah so like so my my wife she was like a pro-am snowboarder and she physically injured her hip which took her away from her passion you know what i mean around the same time i was dealing with all this stuff i had like spiritually injured myself you know what i mean like that's how i felt and i was unable to go back to it you know what i mean so it was like we were like i felt like kind of stripped away from it in a way even though it was like from the outside it looks like it was my decision it was me wilting to uh just being burnt out from it and not trying to kind of push through even though i'd pushed through a few times in in the darkness by myself you know what i mean and then come to the other side and still be like yeah just not there it's just not there all right well i guess i'm gonna walk away 
Well, yeah, like when you're super motivated and you're super like driven and like that's what you've created your set up tours. You that's what you you just did. You know, you would probably with without even thinking about it. You're just like, no, this we we need to do this. We need to do that. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is what you're supposed to do next, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what you do next. Yeah. People tour. If you do music, people tour. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. How do we do that? Well, we figure it out. And then that's pretty much how everything went. It's like, oh, we didn't make music videos. Oh, YouTube's popping. Like that's a place to be. Okay. Cool. I guess we start doing that too. You know. And uh, yeah, man. But it's I mean, the, kind of what you do, right? Like you, if you're into something, you just do, you just do it. Yeah. Did you, I mean, you, you said the, um, something that really, uh, I mean, drives this next point is that, uh, oh, that's what you're supposed to be doing now. Okay. Let's do that. Oh, that's what you're, so would you say that you were, um, and I think this is very common among successful people is that like, do you, were you like looking at folks that were already successful and doing it and like, Oh, well, what the fuck did they do? Then let's just do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Rather than just like trying to for real, create your own, like own lane, own lane. I mean, look, the, the lane's already been paved. I, we can go off on a couple different parts, but this is what you're supposed to do. I mean, everyone's doing it. Oh yeah. Uh, I wish I was fucking unique enough to pave my own way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I like, you know, you, you look at a lot of the people that, uh, I mean, draw what I, what I mean, what I mean more mean is like drawing inspiration, I guess. So like for me, like, no, no, uh, no I know what you mean. I know yeah, what, yeah. You okay, mean. Okay, okay. what you mean. Okay. 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 I'm just saying like, I, I wish, you know, I've been sick if like what I did was unique, but it wasn't, it was completely like, just like when I started making rap music in the beginning, it was like, who was I inspired by? Like, I'm inspired by this. I want to write a song like that. You know what I mean? like remember when you first started how you just sounded exactly like the song you were just listening to for the last six weeks you know so, what i mean like yep. how you had to try to like start figuring out your own sound but it took years and years and years of you just like imitating you know what i mean not even trying to imitate like that's just all you fucking knew and so you just sounded like your your inspiration that's what i was doing with like the career side of it too it's like okay cool how did these guys start oh you bought a you just bought a van okay cool so like greaves he bought a van and then he knew a couple of hip hop artists uh, that had been touring and he had been throwing shows in his hometown and booking them in his hometown. And then he bought a van and then said, hey, I'll, I'll, can I come on tour with you? You can use my van and I'll drive. And that's how he made himself valuable in that in that sense so that he could get around the country or something. I think that was the story about him at the time. And I was like, boom, easy, cool. I'll get a fucking van. I'll use that shit to run up and down Sundance to as a taxi service in the winter, make some money with it. And then after that, we'll do, we'll hit the road. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll try to get some, some headlining acts and get them in the van and go for a tour. You know what I mean? Wow. So yeah, everything was definitely copied. I mean, I even, even think about like, what did I really want? I wanted to be like, uh, fucking like, I wanted to have my own thing. I wanted to be like, completely organically created and who is that that's every underground hip-hop artist story mm -hmm. fucking known to man where they're like i did this shit with no help by myself you know what i mean you talk about like rhyme sayers like back in the day like they were like or living legends or hieroglyphics you know what i mean like that's what the that's what the motivation was was to be like an independent hip-hop artist create your own independent hip-hop empire and like, that was like a, the motivation, but that wasn't my story. It was other people's story that was influencing me. And the, so I was like, cool, well, fuck, maybe that's how I have to approach it. You know what I mean? So, you know, and at that time, it's uh, there was like a lot of like YouTube rappers that were getting fucking popular too. 
and they were just sitting at home like in front of their camera and writing and fucking being creative in like a di different way like those were the people that were making the new lane while i was trying to redo what other people were doing from before like there was this new thing happening that i just like missed the boat like because i wasn't even inspired by it wasn't even thinking about it flew out right from underneath me you know what i mean being a content creator also isn't really my steez but that was one of the things that was unique that was going on at the time you know what i mean mm -hmm. um i mean you i i do s very similar stuff i mean like with uh the battles now i mean um I mean, I watched RBE not just to watch an RBE battle, to but also to see. Okay, cool. This is what this yeah. is what it looks like. Okay, um, the URL. This is what this looks like. Okay, uh, I was watching um, uh, Homecoming, uh, the most recent one with the Geechee uh, battling um, Mook, and I honestly I was on the live stream and I wasn't even paying attention. I was more I wasn't paying attention to like the battles as much as I was paying attention to what Smack was doing. Like I was right. like, okay, cool. Like that's what a stage. Okay, you guys were using yeah. gaffing tape. I, I obviously we should have had tape this whole time. Didn't they're <laughs> like, no, I mean for real. Just yeah, like no, I feel you, man. I feel you. Like I'm just being like, dead uh, ass serious. Like the, like introducing the battlers onto the stage. Like rather than just like, hey, bring this guy, bring this guy. And this is after the first one, this f most recent warm up. I'm like, okay, cool. This next one's gonna be more professional. This one's gonna be then the next one's gonna get there, and then the next one's gonna get there. It's gonna continue to grow. But I think it's important to draw inspiration uh, from folks that have. Uh, done a pretty good job at it and um, incorporate other things into it i mean um nothing's new under the sun and um exactly that was yeah for sure yeah, and 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 um i think that people get it uh, a little fucked up uh when um they do cry try to create their own line and then end up breaking their own heart because they they're like oh well they didn't get it no it's not it well first off we might not have got it let's let's do that but also um you just made it so hard on yourself to try to 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 create this lane that you ran out of steam too like way too early you should have just like stayed on this stay on the highway with us for a bit and then you could take exits off and then fucking refuel recharge do your own thing over here whatever you know fucking and right. then get back on the highway with your new with your new car get back on the highway with your new car you know and then just but I guess the point that I'm making is what I just said, but like, that's, that's why I asked you, or, or that's why I'm saying that it seems like that fire doesn't go away. It just gets channeled into a new, into a new lane. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, for sure. For sure. Do you, do you, do you ever, uh, I mean, we spoke briefly before we uh, started this and, um, what is, a what's, what's, artist creation look like for you do you feel like you not outside of being a career anything do you yeah. feel like um growing up like is it is music just inherently in you like is there music creation or just writing or any like a, walk me through that yeah i do i've been writing since i was nine years old you know so <clears throat> that shit ain't gonna go anywhere you know what i mean there's no way that goes anywhere and so the way what it looks like so you're asking like what is like artist pat main look like right now you know yeah, yeah. I mean, that side of you just that even if it's like 10 percent of you like what yeah, is no, it's 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 definitely there man i have songs i've recorded in the last couple of years that are just there that i don't even plan on 
sharing with the world like it was just i was like man cool like just random little things pockets of inspiration that <clears throat> you know it's like more of like a familiar face you know what i mean like this all of a sudden boom i get hit with that inspiration i'm like uh it, but it also feels nostalgic because i don't tap into it all the time i don't live in it anymore and there was a time where i lived in that you know what i mean and did everything to channel it so sometimes it pops up and i feel that and i'm like oh i recognize it you know what i mean and i'm like all right cool let me uh let me write something real quick let me uh or or like i'll hear a beat or whatever and uh i'll be like what dang they really fucking killed that beat and then and then i'm like i'll go find the instrumental uh, on youtube and like man maybe i maybe i write four bars and then fucking forget all about it or whatever but um yeah it's still there i don't think the I same way the thing that is different is i used to think of like really introspective song concepts like from like the like thinking about like a storyline or like okay here's how i, I want to or like i'll think of a cool song title and i'm like how do i re reverse engineer this song title to be like a story so i start here i end here and i end here and it ties in like the song title and it kind of leads somebody down this road i used to think of concepts like that i don't really think conceptually like that it's all very much like segmented thought where I'll hear something or maybe I'll think of a bar or I'll get like some inspiration off of some piece of music and then like it creates a bar and I just like will think of whatever rhymes with that bar and I'll try to create bars out of that it's very much so how my approach to like battle rap was for sure and that's also the last thing I did as a performing art was was a few battle raps you know what I mean so it's like oh wow I, didn't know I mean that. I'm not actually like tapping back into like all of those other things I don't even think about song concepts anymore but anyways that's what it looks like man I still I have a couple songs like I have like an album's worth of stuff that I could and the beats and everything I just got to go to a studio record it and I could put it on Spotify if I if I if wanted you, to you know yeah but if you so choose it's just not there. It's just not there, man. Like for me, it's like, it's cool to, to capture it, have it know that it's there. Like a big part of me knows like deep down, like if I just, if I wanted to, if I wanted to be disciplined, not motivated, if I wanted to be disciplined, sit down and make an album and do it, I would probably make better stuff than I ever made before. You know what I mean? Oh, I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like I, you know, I know that it's there and I'm <clears throat> always listening to shit, but it's just kind of so yeah to answer your question it doesn't go away it's definitely yeah. there well it's that's just, go ahead I, and i i don't expect it to some but sometimes you know you talk to people on it, it it completely does go away like i don't even think about it i don't fucking da, 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 and it seems like it's more like a willpower if thing to try if to you asked me at a certain time like i would have <laughs> told you that you know what i mean it definitely made a resurgence like for me like in 20 like 20 you know what i mean like right around that time like maybe the end of 2019 it made a little all of a sudden i was like inspired out of nowhere i'd been like not giving a fuck since like 2015 so what is that like three years or something like i'd been just avoiding avoiding the topic you know i was like oh it's a sensitive topic bro i don't fucking even want to go there you know and then all of a sudden i was like oh, okay cool and i had something to say and i wrote a whole song recorded it and i was like all right cool that felt good. I felt good because there was no pain attached to it. I like actually created something and didn't feel like I was doing it an injustice because I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. You know what I mean? Like that, that's a, that's a weird, uh, a weird conversation to have in your head, but uh, yeah, so that's nice. It must be weird to say it out loud too. 
not anymore. It was at the no, time. Not a, yeah, yeah, at the time. Excuse me. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like, fuck, man, I'm an adult. You know, you, <laughs> you're gonna see you're gonna see a lot of different versions of yourself. I'm realizing, you know what I mean? What you thought you were is not what you'll be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who, you know what I mean? And who knows when, you know, like, fuck, man, I I had the I had similar I had similar things that happened to me, too. Like in uh, after. Um, so the last Mike Masters event was December 13th, 2013. And um, after that, um, I just stopped doing music, uh, obviously stopped doing um, Mike Masters and went pretty uh mute about stuff like that until 2016 and so like it, during that time i was just like i have no motivation for this like uh i feel like um this is it like uh i did enough and um and i didn't do enough also like i didn't reach what i thought i was going to reach i let the whole a hat thing get to me um and i didn't um um network in the same uh, in the same way that I was networking with everyone. And I, I, I don't know if the, I mean, there was some miscommunication. I will say that like from both sides. I mean, uh, I know that, and Nick may not ever um, say anything about it. And I don't care for him to now, but uh, at the time it was uh, not exactly, you know, I wanted to help also, you know, I wanted to help him and then also like still do what we were doing. And then, I mean, I obviously a had a bigger platform, so I wanted to be a part of that too, to some degree, you know, like, Oh shit, I'll get on your cards too. You know, but, um, it's just, uh, there was a lot of miscommunication and I think that that could have been handled better, but it didn't. And so it happened the way it happened. And now it like, is but like, like, like think of it this way. Like, imagine if you could have just removed yourself from it when you're being so immersed in it, then, you know what I mean? We had two that like one league coming from out of town, coming into town in a place that, and then, and one league that is like, you know, grassroots from the town, you know what I mean? And like, uh, like if you could just remove yourself from being like the, the head of that for a minute and seeing what that actually was being like, that's actually fucking cool. Yeah. Having this, like this, this perceived like uh, out of towner versus like the hometown people. And like, that's how it felt. And it's like, just like wow. that feeling and that vibe just keeping that going almost like a wcw versus wwf back in the day remember that shit you know yeah. what i mean or like when you have these two big like conglomerates like when there's some competition that's what makes it even more intriguing you know what i mean and like and how those things like there are so many questions it's like oh so i mean is you know emerson battled on uh mountain west showdown you know what i mean and then ended up on doing some a hat stuff and then whatever and it's like okay cool is he like gonna go back to you know what i mean to that like go back to the roots or whatever like these could have been conversations that people probably thought and had at the time they're like oh damn he's doing a hat now like what does that mean does that mean something from the outside looking in but like when you're in it you're kind of like it, it could be exhausting if you're just like stuck in it but if you could have removed yourself and see what it is now back then and like been like oh i'm gonna this is a cool angle. This is like a sick plot almost. You know what I mean? Like a hundred percent. Yeah. So, and yeah. I was also young, man. I was 26. I was, I didn't, I didn't, man. I, I, right, I, yeah. I, it's hard. It's hard to get out of your own. Yeah. Ego. It was, I was out of my, I was, I was getting in my own way. I was still growing. I was still evolving. And, um, 26 is a baby, dude. Yeah. I was still growing. And, um, uh, 
I'm I'm much more grateful for um, this opportunity to come back now, um, and I feel much more in line with uh, the end goal and the intent of what uh, Mike Masters is. And um, if a corporate entity like if URL came here, dude, I fucking would help out with everything and also like right. pitch everyone to them. And um, I don't know. I obviously want to be a part of it as much as possible. So all the fuck like. They don't know me from anything. The point that I'm making is that, like, just more open to conversation and to shit like that. But yeah. you're, 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 it, more, it, you're a more mature. Uh, you're you're gonna be no Grimes these days, bro. You ain't synchro knife anymore. You're a different um, guy. You you got a you got a different perspective, man. You know, you've been there, seen that. You saw what it was back then, and you saw like uh, the problems, and you saw where the ego got in the way, and you saw like kind of what that robbed you of and robbed the city oh, in a way and like now you're like all right you know what now i know it's not for me i know it's for every everybody it's for yeah. everything you know what i mean and there was a part of it that we kind of understood at the time too but when you're in it it's just different i get you. I, I, like when you carry the burden it's different you know like when you're in that bitch and you're the one putting the shows on and you're the one fucking balancing all the mc egos and trying to like i when you look, that's why, like, you got to take your hat off for those motherfuckers, like, organic, uh, smack, fucking, uh, lush one. Like, everyone that's ever ran a fucking battle rap league, it's like, oh, good job. You know what I mean? Bravo, because it's, it's not easy to do. There's just a lot of shit that's, that moves and shakes. And, uh, but it's just like when you, when you know you're doing it for the right reasons, you know that it's not, um, for anything else, but like throwing good events and, and bringing, the community so together together you know what i mean that's oh my god my fucking light is flickering um but yeah that's uh yeah that's it, and it's tough to do back in the day when you're 26 trying to do that shit whew, it's a it's a it's a it's a big task for sure I've, i felt like i was doing pretty good and then uh, i but i also was um struggling with uh you know my own you know i was drinking a lot shit man i, uh, yeah. I mean uh uh yeah just self-medicating super hard i was it was um it was not good and um yeah hey, get uh, people getting out of their own way is the fucking toughest uh, thing to do. yeah you know what I mean? yeah. like if you could just get out of your own fucking way you would have been a millionaire a long time ago Dog, you know exactly, like, yeah. it ain't like that it ain't life you know what i mean you got to figure out how to get you got to figure out how to get out of your own way you know what i mean you got to you got to hit those rock bottoms you got to hit those fucking bumps in the road and do it and yeah that's, i mean shit bro like think about all the shit that you were doing at that time uh even dealing with that you know what i mean like the that's what i'm saying bringing bringing people in bringing bringing dirt back that dirt bag dan into host a battle was so fucking cool i was like this fucking <laughs> dirt bag dan how the fuck did this happen you know what i mean um I still don't even know. I don't even want to know. I just wanted to be magical like it was then. Yeah, you know, I was like, that's so fucking cool. Dirtbag Dan is hosting my battle right now. How crazy is this shit? How wild is that right now? How wild is that right now? Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Um, well, and so, um, yeah, just to, what, what were you going to say? I had a little sidebar. I was going to say, okay, too, there was even a fucking time when you y'all were about to throw me to the wolves, wolves. Like you were talking about how, yo, what do you think about battling immaculate? And I was like, do you remember this conversation? Yes, dude. dude. I was like, I was like sitting there thinking like, I was like, 
bro, there is no way I win that battle. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? I was like, no, I really appreciate what you're doing for the city, Synchro, but like, you want me to fucking battle who? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, who the fuck did you just say? Who I, the battled, fuck did you... I battled five times. That man right. has... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Bro, I battled Eli Ace. <laughs> I was like, I battled Eli Ace, uh, some dude in Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I yeah like, no, no, no. Like, yeah. My body count is small right now, bro. I appreciate you though. And like, it was like, a, it was like a, <laughs> such a funny thing. I was like, do I, do I just do that and die? No, no, no. Yeah. no. I don't know, but it like fizzled out. Luckily, I didn't have to make that decision. But that was like when you presented that, I was like, oh fuck, that is. Wild. I was on the table. I'm telling you right now, it was on the table. It was on the table. I know. I yeah. know. That was like, that was like, uh, I don't know what was going on with that event, but I feel like that was around in, in 2013. Like this was kind of like, yep. it was when, I mean, 2014 was, I had, it was supposed to be fucking, uh, it was, crazy. yeah, it was supposed to be wild. After the playoffs were over, I was like, boom, Matt wish next man was, it was supposed to be crazy. And it, um, and then it just turned into, um, uh, a year of uh pseudo couch surfing and just trying to figure shit out and still working so like it was wild like i wasn't homeless but i was like i had money in my bank and i was like what am i doing like this is not even yeah. i have no you idea are, what the fuck i'm doing dude fucking vagabond style brother yeah dude it was wild um anyway so uh i want to just come back all the way to like what you're doing now and uh, the, we just we just went through a ton um, of our early timeline uh, to speak yeah. to a lot of your early drive and some of the early successes you had, and then also we dove into Mike Masters, obviously, and and what that meant. Uh, we we kind of <laughs> what's tight about this podcast right now is like we're just two dudes that have known each other for a long time that did a thing that majority of people in the world don't give a fuck about. <laughs> yeah yeah well <laughs> dude most people in the world don't give a fuck about battle rap or or especially what happened uh, in salt, salt lake, lake city of, yeah 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 <laughs> but man yeah. that was our life and we were living that shit but uh um now i mean uh um uh, so there was just a big period of like trying to figure out what i there wanted we go. to be I grew up right? Yeah. right like it was like i want to fucking what do I do now? What do I do now? So I moved here. I got the opportunity to like sell solar door to door and they paid me like 11,000 bucks to, for like a three month signing bonus to get me on my feet out here. And I was like, cool, I'll go out. I'll go out to California. And also at the same time, it was on the back burner. Like it was on the table to do music. I was like, maybe I'll go out there and I'll find that inspiration I need. Maybe I'll see that next level I've been looking for and be motivated by it again. And so I, I that was part of it came out. Uh, didn't find that. Didn't, didn't like being a door-to-door -door salesman, go figure. But I learned a lot about psychology and, and how to talk to people, talk to anybody and, uh, yeah, I came out here. I went fucking broke a couple times just trying to find my way out here. Like I ended up going like the company I was with went under and then I fucking was like, all right. And then somebody's like, hey, there's this other company in South Carolina trying to open up an office there to sell solar. And I was like, I was like, are there other other solar companies like, nope. And I'm like, cool. Well, let's go there. I bet it'll be easy because it's not there hmm. yet. And it fucking was not. And I 
racked up a gang of fucking uh gang of credit card debt hell my yeah stuff my my wife now current at the time my girlfriend was just like what the fuck are you doing i like came back way in debt thinking i was about to go out there and make a whole lot of money and like oh babe don't worry i'll make a bunch of money i'll be able to fly back every weekend to see you uh no i fucking went out there and i was gone for six months we almost fucking broke up. It was terrible. I was drinking a fuck ton for sure. And then I come back and, uh, uh, and like, it was like, you know, if you're in a relationship and you're like physically distant from your partner, like that shit wears in a very different way. You know what I mean? It wears on the relationship in a way that, um, you just can't explain. There's something about being in a, a relationship where you just got to be next to your partner. You know what I mean? And I was gone for that long. When I came back, it was like, we were looking at each other and it was like, you're like a different person. And it was very strange. And I, I knew at that time that I had really fucked up. I was like, Oh, I really fucked up actually. And so, um, now what do I do? So I just took this $15 an hour job because I was, I don't want to do sales. I've done a lot of customer support stuff. I know how to talk to people. You know, I've ran my own businesses with like music and stuff. And I just knew whatever it was I got into, I would find a way up. So I was like, I'll go do this entry-level job and see what the opportunity is for growth and just make it happen. And I did, I was corporate Pat main for a minute. And uh, also Steph was trying to find herself too. And she found a fitness industry and uh, became a trainer. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to get into too depth. I know we don't have a whole lot of time, but like, you know, there was a lot well, of, no, look, I, 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 well, really quick. Um, we well let's run just a little over because I was just looking at it and I was like I don't want I don't want this to get like uh, <laughs> I don't well I don't I'll be honest I don't want you to to take anything away from uh, this story because I'm I'm listening to you if no one's listening to you and I want to hear it so um so so she's finding herself and yeah yeah she's finding herself too and uh, she's dealing with an actual like hip injury so she had osteonecrosis in uh, the femoral head of her hip right so her head of her like femur just deteriorating and as it's deteriorating it's grinding away the cartilage from the inside of her hip bone too it's extremely painful she limped for eight years you know what i mean this poor lady and so we ended up she we she found i got an opportunity she was like working bars become a bartender and fucking hated it hated having a boss she's such a type a boss bitch personality like she just wasn't meant to be anything but like a business owner you know what i mean and so you know she got an opportunity to like become like this kickboxing instructor like a cardio kickboxing instructor which like she had taught tennis she had taught snowboarding but fucking cardio kickboxing she's like i could do that i'm like can you do that fucked up hip. like she's like i could do this for sure and i'm like all right well cool and i <laughs> Uh, I even helped her like film like this like instructional video thing so that she could send in to get her like I was her like surf because she taught surfing surf lessons too so I was like pretending to do be like this surf student or whatever and she was we were filming it and her coaching me or whatever and that's what got her the job anyways that place went under but she like learned that like how to work out around her injury. And like, it wasn't this big thing that was keeping her away from being an athlete that she was so used to being her whole life. You know what I mean? And it gave her this light and this spark, you know what I mean? And it was really cool to see that because haven't seen it for, should have been like probably a couple, two, three years at the time, you know, since she had been trying to find her way. And then, uh, 
So it was cool. And then that place went under though. And she went across <laughs> street to a, a gym called uh, F45. And F45 is like this, like uh, it's a franchise out of, uh, out of Australia, but it's like all over the place now. It's all over the country, different countries, fuck all, all over the whole world. And uh, she went there made friends you know what i mean she was having the toughest time making friends so she built this new community of friends through this gym became strong again became like a coach there started realizing becoming like the person with the most sales there pretty much running the studio and uh to a degree and like was like we could do this we could do one of these we just got to make sure we can get a location that's in a place where people have a lot of money and people are already active and fit and it's got to be near the ocean and i was like let's do it yeah yeah, i bet because i I had said i had told her i was like i don't fucking have an idea what i want to do you don't either first person to figure out what they want to do the other person will just back the other person up 100 percent, and that's what we did so we got a loan and our parents helped us out with some uh they gave us a loan as well and then but and there are so many other people that were like oh we want to help we want to do it too let's let us get in on it and all these people wanted to get on it. And then as soon as it was time to do it, nobody, nobody was there. You know what I mean? Nobody was there except this SBA loan that we got qualified for. And Steph's parents um, were able to pull out their retirement fund to give us a loan. And we're just like, all right, well, let's fucking do it then. So we ended up doing it um, with the help, you know, with the help of our dear friend, Jesse and that those two girls were like the ones that really fucking spearheaded it and got that thing going while I was corporate America, Pat main. And you so, so you were still doing that. Yeah. You're still- I was still, yeah. I was still trying to climb my way up the corporate ladder while being like <laughs> a emotional support for, for Steph. You know what I mean? Yeah. She was out there like going like every night we laid in bed and like, soon as it was time to go to sleep, like her mind's like, what the fuck are we doing? She was like, I had to talk her off the ledge every single night. You know what I mean? For like a long time. Cause it was like, what is happening? Are we really about to do this? And, and it was like that for a while. I was like, all right, cool. Well, now I know what we're getting into as business owners. And, uh, it's a little bit more leveled off now for like almost four years later, but, um, that's what we got started. We opened F45 Encinitas. And then the next following year, we wanted to open up Oceanside, Encinitas in Oceanside. But that also coincided with the pandemic. So we literally went, our opening day was supposed to be like for Oceanside was supposed to be uh, April 2020, <laughs> which is when all of California said, nope, and shut everything the fuck down, dude. It was terrible, a terrible start on that one. But um, yeah, so but that, that was great. For us though really yeah dude that's uh, I, okay so what has been this ride like we again we spoke about all this drive this just from your end i mean it sounds like steph is like in the driver's seat and she didn't even need i mean she uh-huh. has she has her own car bro you just you just happen to be on the highway next to her i mean it doesn't uh, yeah. i was in the trunk just like babe i'm, I'm saying like yeah, i'm yeah. up there dude let me know if you need me to right i don't know Hold the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it sounds like she's, uh, yeah, she's definitely uh, putting the gas in and fucking doesn't. Yeah. Um, what? But what has been this ride like for you? As far as uh, are you able to? Uh, well, what's it been like? You know, what's it been like? And what's yeah. uh, stressful? Awesome, amazing, life changing. Um, two locations that uh, you guys have right now. Two locations, yep. Incredible. And I started I started uh my dog training business in 2020 as well. 
And so that's, that's where my, like when I, when I started feeling the burnout for music in 2013, I got certified as a dog trainer, but then I never revisited it. Cause it was like, you made poor money with it. If you worked for somebody else. And I was like, well, I don't want to go make some shitty money to do that. I'll just keep trying music. Cause I think there's still something there. And then once I did in 2014 was like the last tour I did, I did warp tour. And that was like my big, like last push type of deal. And it was still just nothing was there but I kind of forgot all about dog training. I was like, ah, fuck that. But anyways, the uh, 2020 when everyone got fucking an emotional support dog, but didn't know shit about dogs in 2020, that's when uh, all of a sudden I started getting real busy helping teach other people how to communicate with their dogs, you know? Yeah. And so now we have, so we have the three businesses kind of like a long winded thing. Like we have the two gyms and then we have that, uh, that as well. So what it's been like has been awesome to so see three businesses. Yeah. Wow. So what okay. it's, what it's been, it's been awesome. It's been awesome to see how my previous life that we just talked about all of the drive and motivation and putting myself out there, then all of those things are very parallel with the same shit I do here. Do you know what I mean? Like all of yeah. it is like the same, the same type of discipline I have to have to make something happen even if I don't want to do it that day or the the pockets of inspiration that I'm just like hanging in hang like enjoying you know what I mean I'm like oh fuck I'm in like a today was a great fucking day we changed some people's lives I helped some people with their dogs I saw growth and to, this is why I do things you know this is why I do this you know what I mean like feeling all of those feelings and uh it's been definitely great man it's been and also to make money fucking with it at the same right time. yeah yeah and to make I wasn't doing it in the past life really you know so uh it, it's been really good man it's been awesome definitely definitely like definitely i still don't fucking know what i'm doing though you know what i mean like yeah. I, I still don't i still get up and i'm like this shit is happening this shit is working like just what I, i'm like so just what i've been doing all of that equals this working. I'm like, all right, sick. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Not, fucking cool. You know what I mean? Like maybe I'm not like giving myself like any credit there. Like I know that there's there's a lot of X factors that that are in that. But like at the same time, it's like I just feel like we're just kind of doing our thing, you know? And uh it feels good, man. It does it does feel good. And it is difficult at times. And there's a lot of big adult fucking decisions we gotta make, but um it's great. Yeah, hell yeah. So, uh, um, first off, congratulations. See both of you and Steph Thanks, for man. really um, uh, pushing the needle forward and uh, and being an entrepreneur um, is uh, the goal. And so, I'm pushing pretty hard with Mike Masters. So I'm telling you, fucking the warm up one. This you're gonna see. Uh, fuck if you don't see. You'll. you I'm just. Uh, I'm putting my. I'm leaning a lot into this. So it's um yeah um so i'll be tapping in with you offline and just talking about like just small business stuff too just uh because like, uh i think it's really valuable but um what what i also wanted to touch on is like i think that feeling of like what what am i doing um it doesn't I, go away yeah i don't know that that ever really goes away i mean i've i've heard even like warren buffett speak into stuff like even just like pockets of that of just like i feel like i'm doing the same thing i was doing when i was 22 and it's just like i like I, i'm just doing it in a different office <laughs> and it just happens to be working to some degree you know and um so i you're not alone there even with 
you know these these things that i i'm doing with mic masters like i don't i just it it's wild to me that like marv one's gonna be here a lot of is gonna be here the way that that worked out and uh uh, and I know what's going to come to fruition from that because like, because of that network connection, again, that's a parallel to the, to the, me as a sales, like just in that, yeah. in that realm, every, business every, realm. Everything, every life you've ever lived fucking merges together and intertwines in some way. You know what I mean? Like you got, you know, your, your social life, your work life, your hobby life, your, your, your your love life you know you got all of these lives all the each life that you have is like a different person that you have to be you know and you have to get master that person you have to get better at that person every time and uh and you don't realize like how how you're finally sharp how you're sharp what you're sharpening like what what you're discarding along the way like sometimes like you're learning a lesson and you're discarding the things that you don't need from that lesson and keeping the things that you did need from that lesson just like left and right to a point where all of a sudden now things are clicking and working out you know what i mean and you're like okay well i didn't feel like i was doing it's gradual it's kind of like how you were talking about earlier where it's like nothing under the sun is new and like you know like you just got to st like stay on the highway learn by staying in between the lanes that other people are into and and look around and see what people are doing and you're going to maybe eventually see that's the time when you get to see a different opening in a lane and a different pocket and you can kind of slide into that it's not it's not a whole like oh fuck that construction hat on bitch i'm about to go build this road build the car and then drive on this fucking road it's just not that way so it's like it's so gradual you know what i mean that like you're like oh, i still don't feel like i fucking know what i'm doing really but i'm doing it it's got to be gradual like that you got to pay your dues until like all of a sudden you're just like i'm paying dues that are way harder than I was paying fucking probably 10 years ago I, uh, right now. You know what I mean? But it doesn't feel as heavy. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel because of a lot of that shit that you went through. I mean, there's like, yeah. um, even I'm sure that like, I know it's not, I'm sure I know that, um, be your artistry, uh, and being, um, breaking that, uh, um, public speaking barrier, um, his, made you like i'm just I'm, i bet like a lot of your clients or like a lot of folks that intend your guys's uh establishments don't even know potentially that you did rap or like we're oh, dude yeah it's great it's such a cool treat hold on let me let me let me, let me jump into that yeah let me jump into that is and the reason the reason why that shit doesn't matter if they do or not is because you are still slightly that same person i mean you are that same person but it's like you the way that you talk, the way that you present yourself, the way that you make people feel comfortable, that, those are things that you do while you're on stage too. Like people right. want to come to the stage because they're like, oh, this is comfort. I want to, not just comforting, but like, I want to hear what he's got to say. So yeah. you've been given stages and microphones in the past, and now you have a stage and a microphone for something different and people right. still want to come and see that. So that's it, dog, you're, you're, it's amazing. It's just amazing. Thank you, man. Yeah, no, I, I would say, I would say so for sure. I think there's so many, so many parallels. Like it's, so it's easy for me to like back at one point feel hurt by all of that stuff. Cause I felt like I wasn't, I was like abandoning it or whatever I felt like, mm -hmm. you know, and then she never uh, abandoned it, but I, yeah, it just, everything that was good from that stayed with me and I just moved on, you know what I mean? And so for sure, there's definitely, definitely, 
um, th just the way to like create an energy of like that people all like oh man you're such an easily approachable guy you know what I mean I'm like that's from trying to hustle myself as an artist a long time ago like when it was hard to be approachable when I was trying to be like yo I fucking rap it's like you rap <laughs> right are you, yeah are you sure that's what you do <laughs> are you sure we just went through a whole ass circuit don't try to tell me that you rap like so like at your job at your not your job your business now you're like Sure. You, you, yeah, you hear a beat come on, you start like slightly rapping, and someone's like, "Yo, man, that was probably tight." Have you ever thought about <laughs> rapping? Nah, man. I, I yeah, no, for sure though. That sounds like a movie, like at the end of the movie type of shit, and you're like, and then you like turn to the camera and you have that wink. You're like, nah, man. And then, and then it's like leads into the next movie of you rapping again and shit. So stupid. All right, okay. Well, I'm done with that one. Uh, with that said, uh. Pat, I, uh, I was like, I was riding with you too, and I was just like smiling, like doing the stupid ass face. Like, I hope people rewind and go look at that. That was ridiculous. That was but yeah, no, I'm, uh, yeah, I appreciate the time, my dude. I feel like, yeah. like, um, we squeeze everything out of that, but I guess, like, in, uh, in closing, like, shit is still, life is still happening. There's still a lot more shit to do, I guess. I'm only 35. If you would have asked me what I was, do what 35 was like at 25 when we were first doing all this shit. I'd have been like damn 35 is crazy but now that i'm here i feel like fuck dude there's so much cool shit ahead just yeah. gotta stay on it and and be open and keep saying yes and working for whatever happens after that so i'm uh yeah man i'm stoked i'm happy that you have something calling to you right now brother like honestly like that's what it is you know what i mean it's not it's nothing it's not like just this like thing where we're like, oh, fuck, I got to do that. It's like when stuff starts calling to you in life, you got to listen to that shit and you got to polish it a little bit and see, make it shiny and put some work in and see maybe what, 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 the, what's there. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, why, why is Mike Masters calling to you after all this time? You know what I mean? Like, why did all of a sudden out of nowhere, Steph want to fucking become a kickboxing instructor? You know what I mean? Like, why did I decide a long time ago to get certified as a dog trainer? Because it was just the thing that popped up and I listened to it and I was like, sure, I guess I'll try it out. And now like it's become this thing where it provides this fulfillment in my life that I don't, I, I'm so thankful for, you know what I mean? And, and so I'm glad you got something that's calling to you and I'm glad you're listening to it and um, keep doing that, man. I hope everyone does that. Appreciate that. that. Yeah, yeah. That's a great way to part. And um, I think, I, I wish that for anyone man when, when something is calling just like you said lean into it and um continue to work on it because it doesn't feel like work like i said like it's a labor of love like there's a lot like after we're done here i gotta it's a labor of love but fuck all them mcs bro fuck it's all them MCs. Cook, it's time to cook Let's it's time go. to cook it's time to cook it's time to cook uh, uh, Pat, i love you man you're the man you you're the man let's uh Let's talk soon. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, we were gonna talk soon. I want to to end this just with uh, you know, the regular shit, just like letting folks know just real briefly, like uh I'm sure you have <laughs> you know, just when folks are out in Encinitas and da -da -da -da, you know, what where where should they go to train? Uh yeah, bro. F forty five Encinitas Central, F forty five Oceanside Pier, and um, you know, I do dog training, it's uh, Pat's Pack is the name of that company, and um, 
yeah, you can find us. Just look on, just look up uh, anything on Instagram. If you put F45 training in Sanitas, it pops up. F45 training Oceanside, it pops up. Pat's pack, I pop up, bro. I'm out here. I'm still terrible as fuck at marketing myself. So I'm, I'm well, still the worst at it. So word up, you look uh, up and find, bro. I'm sorry. You already know what it is. There. Pat's pack, fucking. <laughs> I just like pull up on. I'm like with the dog i'm like what up dude this is a dog right here we just yeah. got done training fuck that fucking thing dude like yeah <laughs> yo what up this is a dog that's all you say what up this is a dog dog that's so funny that we just got done training throw it like just like fucking yeah, shut this- the computer on my the dog that's so funny that is so funny it just keeps going <laughs> How dumb is that? All right, brother. I'll well, thank every- you so I'll much, put- man. I, You're uh, welcome. I'll thanks. put everything inside the description. I appreciate it. Short story being a episode for our stories with Pat May, my friend, um, dog trainer, uh, F45 co-owner, and um, amazing artist at one time. Look at the dog there. Oh, I love that so much. Um, but that's it, man. We're, we're going to be out after that. Talk to you soon, Pat. Love you, brother. Dun, dun, dun. Spare fingers, yes.